Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, folks, it happened. The Warriors lost again. Isn't that exciting? Um, three straight losses to open up this road trip. Five-game road trip, so they've already secured a losing road trip with two games left. Never a fun time. Um, but, you know, what? Whatever. Let's talk about it. Um, it's Brady Klopfer with Golden State of Mind. Thank you for tuning in. The Warriors just lost to the Miami Heat, 116-109. to Again, their third straight loss. They're now 3-5 and five on the year. Um, we're less than 10% of the way into the season, so it is way too early to be looking at things like playoff standings. But if you wanted to, the Warriors are on the outside looking in. Of not just the playoffs, but the play-in. So that's fun. Um, but this game was... God, I, I hate to have moral victories for a team that's trying to win a championship that has expectations of winning a championship that is clearly championship caliber. Um, but it was significantly better than what we saw over the weekend when they lost to the lowly Hornets, who are lowly because LaMelo Ball is still out. They're not a good team without LaMelo Ball. Um, and then got blown out by the just as lowly, if not lowlier. It's one of those nights where we're going to make up words. Um, Detroit Pistons. Just awful basketball by the Warriors this weekend. And and this game was not awful basketball. This game was two very good teams meeting. And one of them, the team that happened to be playing at home, it's worth noting, emerging victorious. It happens. If the Warriors had beaten the Hornets and Pistons like they should have, no one would think anything of this loss to the Heat. It was a totally defensible loss in a vacuum. Within the context of the Warriors not being very good to start the season, again, they're 3-5, and five. they're now 0-4 and four on the road. It's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. Um, you know, and that's that's the situation the Warriors are going to be in this year as they try to climb the mountain and repeat as NBA champions. They're going to be under a microscope, and that microscope maybe isn't going to be on a game-by-game -game basis, but you're going to look at the season in terms of chunks of games and whatnot. And, you know, that's just the reality of this team right now is... is these games don't exist in the back, and this game does exist with the context of having just lost two straight road games against bad teams. Um, and that changes the way we look at it. They started off really well. The defense that has been so bad lately was really good out of the gates. And I'm going to get to more of that in a minute. Um, because I think this is this is a story that 
has emerged throughout the season, but really needs to be talked about. Talked about. But I just want to talk about the, the rest of the first quarter for a second. They, the defense started out good. The offense started out pretty good. Steph Curry made a few shots early. Andrew Wiggins a pair of threes early. Um, both of those players had nice games. Steph Curry had a triple-double, 12th time in his career, counting the playoffs, just the second time that they've lost. So the, um, the silly little trends are not holding up this year. 10-1 and one entering the year when Steph Curry had a triple-double. They're 0-1 now. They were 20-1 and one last year when Draymond Green made a three. They're now 0-3 this year after Dray made one in this game. So, so much for those fun little clues of victory. Um, but anyway, things were looking good for the first half of the first quarter. Uh, the defense was really solid. The offense was smooth, energetic, emphatic. And then, you know, about halfway through or so, they turned things over to the bench and the whole thing went to hell. Just in straight to hell in a handbasket. Just awful. Um, I believe the Heat ended the first quarter on a 20-3 to run, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, just got everything against the Warriors' bench defense. Uh, the bench offense was doing next to nothing. It was just ugly, 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 and the Heat ended up taking a nine-point lead after the first quarter. Which brings me to the bigger point I wanted to talk about, which has been the theme of the Warriors' season through the first eight games. Their starting lineup is one of the best five-man lineups, probably the best five-man lineup in the NBA. In Last I checked, which admittedly was before the weekend's games, their starting lineup of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney had the best net rating of any five-man lineup in the league that had played anywhere close to the amount of minutes they played. Like, they had played 67 minutes, I think, and their net rating was plus 35-something, and the only team that had significant minutes that was better than that was the Pelican starters at, like, 30 minutes or something like that. This is a dominant starting lineup. And it is an awful thing. It is a truly awful bench. And part of that is certainly due to just early season stuff. Jordan Poole hasn't really found his groove. Dante DiVincenzo's been injured and hadn't found his groove before getting injured. Uh, you know, once DiVincenzo's healthy and he and J. Michael Green have time to get used to the system a little bit more, we're probably going to see things better. Andre Iguodala, of course, hasn't played. Whenever he returns, that's going to help. It's not going to fix things, though. Any fix is going to need to be bigger than that. Right now, the bench is just awful. Um, and it was the case in this game. As soon as they went to the bench, things fell apart. And even if you just look at, you know, the plus-minus tells the whole story. Here are the Warriors starters by plus-minus. Curry, plus three. Clay, plus six. Dre plus 7, Wiggins plus 8, Looney plus 11. The bench, Moody minus 8, Ty Jerome minus 8, James Wiseman minus 9, J. Michael Green minus 22, Jordan Poole minus 23. It's night and day. 
and it's on both ends of the court right now the the offense is just nothing's happening they're settling for bad shots they're throwing the ball away Poole had five turnovers you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy let's do it later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And on defense, there, there's just nothing there. There aren't any playmakers for starters. The loss of Gary Payton II here is, is looking disastrous right now. There's just not a defensive playmaker. Um, but really on both ends of the, of the ball, I, I think they're just missing that solid action from the bench that they had from Gary Payton II, they had from Otto Porter Jr., they had from Nemanja Bielitsa, and they even had from Damian Lee and Juan Toscano Anderson who weren't particularly good, were at the base of a lot of criticism levied by the fans, and a lot of it was justifiable. But they were playing the system on both ends of the court. They didn't do that many things that made you shake your head, made Steve Kerr shake his head. And that's kind of the, the pitfall of this bench unit right now, is they're just lacking that smartness. Um, I don't even want to put it that way, because that makes it sound like I'm questioning the intelligence or the basketball IQ of the players, and I don't think that's it. It's just they're not comfortable in the system. They're not making the right decisions in the system. Um, they're not... They're just not fluid in it right now, and it's just bad and and even when it leads to good things happening those good things often lead to bad things like in the second half so it was very close going to halftime and the Warriors came out of the third quarter had some great plays took a lead um, and when they handed things over to the bench Seeker mixed up the lineups a little bit um, and truthfully the end of the third quarter bench lineup did some really really good things um, it was if I'm remembering correctly it was Jordan Poole Ty Jerome, Moses Moody, Andrew Wiggins, and J. Michael Green. It was a small ball bench unit, and they did some really good things. Um, and gave the Warriors an eight-point lead going into the fourth quarter. And Jordan Poole and Ty Jerome made a few big shots that maybe weren't the best shots, but they made them. And then they both got trigger happy and started shooting these heat checks in the fourth quarter of a close road game against a playoff basketball team. Ty Jerome had one 
early in the shot clock. Again, fourth quarter, close game against a playoff team on the road. You know, it's like 10 minutes left in the game. And Ty Jerome had made two threes and was feeling himself. And he pulled up for like a 30-footer with like 16 seconds on the shot clock. And, you know, I'm not trying to point fingers at Ty Jerome here because ultimately he had eight points and shot two of four from the field, two of two on free throws. You know, you can understand why he was feeling his shot in that moment. But that's not how the Warriors' offense operates. That's not how their system works. And those moments are deflating when anyone other than Steph Curry or maybe Klay Thompson, possibly Jordan Poole if he's on a heater, do. It's just not a good shot. Uh, and right now, it, it was just emblematic. Again, not trying to call it Ty Jerome because the whole bench unit was just bad through and through on both sides of the court. Um, that was just an emblematic play of a moment that really pointed to you're just not playing, not playing the right way right now. Um, there were some pluses on that bench unit. Jermichael Green was a beast attacking the glass. He had nine rebounds in 18 minutes. Five of them were on the offensive glass. Um, his scoring was very inefficient. Again, he's just one of those guys who's proving to be really, really good when you put him in good lineups and really, really bad when you don't. Um, and right now the Warriors don't have good lineups to put a bench player into. Um, Jordan Poole really struggled, 3 for 10, shooting for 9 points, 2 assists, and 5 turnovers. Clay had another pretty mediocre shooting game, 19 points on 19 shots. Shot 7 for 19, 4 for 12 on threes. Wiggins had a good offensive game. He had a pretty decent defensive game, too. Um, 21 points, 5 assists to just 1 turnover. Shot 8 for 12, 4 for 7 from deep. So really good bounce back because he was awful against the Pistons. Really good bounce back game from him. Draymond, great defense against Jimmy Butler in this game. Really great defense against Jimmy Butler. Again, starting lineup looks really good, even with Clay struggling a little bit here. Um, it's, it's a really good starting lineup, and the bench, I'm, I'm curious mostly to see what Steve Kerr does, where he goes from here. Um, because we're already seeing him start to make the adjustments of not wanting to balance the two timelines thing, the developing the young players. Uh, at the expense of winning games. Uh, James Wiseman's minutes keep plummeting. He played under 10 minutes in this game. He was bad. Awful defense. Uh, didn't, didn't record a rebound in his nine minutes. Moses Moody was fine, but even his minutes saw a hit down to 15. Also didn't record a rebound. Jonathan Kaminga didn't play. And, you know, I think right now, I don't think Steve Kerr wants to be playing any, maybe he wants to play playing Moody a little bit. Doesn't want to be playing James Wiseman. Doesn't want to be playing Jonathan Kaminga. Um, and maybe when Iguodala and DiVincenzo return, maybe those guys don't play at all. We might see them in the G League. We might see them sitting around waiting for fourth quarter mop-up minutes with Patrick Baldwin Jr. and Ryan Rollins. I'm not sure. Either way, the Warriors played, the Warriors starters played well enough to keep them in this game, almost snuck out a win before 
a few plays down the stretch didn't go their way. The game kind of came down to a little over a minute left. They were down three. Steph Curry shot a three, got fouled by Jimmy Butler. Miami challenged the call, had it reversed, got the ball back. And I don't think the Warriors ever scored again after that uh, and lost 116-109. So they'll be back in action on Thursday, staying in the great state of Florida to play the Orlando Magic. The Warriors broadcast mentioned that they would not want to be the Magic on Thursday to have to face the wrath of, of an angry Warriors team. So we'll see if the Warriors can actually do that like they should and, and play like an angry team um, that has something to prove or if they kind of keep fading and sliding. Anyway, we'll have more coverage on the game at goldenstateofmind.com. Check it out. We'll be back here with another podcast again soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully the next time you tune in, the Warriors will be winning. Wouldn't that be fun?